distance from Osweisley Tower. We are tracking you. Head for Bay 35. Over. Copy that. Locked in for 35. Welcome to the Docking Bay 35 podcast. This is your host, Vinny. And this is your co host, Sharon. Thank you for listening in to us from Tatooine. Our humble hangers are always open to you. You could find us on Instagram and on Twitter via the making. Ah, not making Star Wars. That's a different show. We are the I mean, Talking uh, Bay 35 podcast. We could be making Star Wars. Maybe um, one day. They are pretty cool. No, we already we're already cool. Yeah, I mean, we're the coolest making podcast Star out Wars. there. Here's the Here's the tea, making Star Wars. You come on our podcast. Yeah. Please? Um. No. This is... You want to come on our podcast, because we're the coolest. Wow. Mm, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel cool. This is what hubris is. Um, uh, I've never felt this before. <laughs> Well, uh, today's topic will be the Clone Wars. Um, like I've said before, various artists because a lot of people worked on that show. Uh, Sharon, you what? Uh, you know, like it wasn't just uh, all uh, it wasn't all Dave Filoni, but I guess Dave Filoni put a lot of work into it. Like it wasn't just George and uh, Mr. Filoni, Mr. Lo- uh, Lucas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it sort of reminds me of Lopez. this. <laughs> um, yeah, <George> but... <laughs> sorry. Um, it's okay. Latinx, hello. Um, so yeah, Sharon. Um, I hear you got an icebreaker question for me. Yeah. So my icebreaker question. Um, this is actually so. Um, there's another Star Wars podcast go figure um called force friends rewatch um it's held by ryan and i believe andy um over in the lunar light network and what they do every episode is do a cute little icebreaker question and so i figured that's something that maybe we could borrow for our podcast um my icebreaker question for today um because we're gonna go into the clone wars um the 3d animated um and we've just been talking about the clone wars so much in general um you know, like, clones always, like, take, like, the forefront of, like, what we think about when we think of the clones. But, like, the other side of the whole conflict is, like, battle droids and droids in general. And so my first icebreaker question is, what's your favorite droid in Star Wars? Oh, hmm. Like, battle droid? Or are we talking, like, protocol droid? Or just, like, favorite droid in general? Ooh, then I probably should have clarified. Um... Let's go with Battle Droid just because this is like the Clone Wars and Battle Droids are sort of where or uh, Battle Droids are sort of like um, what we'll be seeing and have been seeing for a while. Um, well, it doesn't get any cooler than the Droidica. Like, I remember watching Phantom Menace of being like just scared of them. Like, <laughs> the idea of them just rolling towards me. <laughs> Like me running away, but not having, uh, you know, force speed. Uh, yeah, just uh, those finger guns. Those are pretty scary. <laughs> those finger guns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what what would your favorite battle droid be? Oh, it's hard to say. Um, I like I I feel like I feel like I'd be a dweeb. Um, if I said IG Eleven, because I feel like everyone's favorite battle droid is IG Eleven right now. Um, um, oh, that's a good one, though, because yeah, best battle droid slash bounty honey droid slash slash droid. nursing droid. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but it's like, I guess, like, I never I never really appreciated like the IG series. Um, like, I always thought that they looked really clunky and weird and I never understood McClunky. like they were McClunky um, and I never understood how they moved. But there was something about like finally being able to see like a live action IG droid in action and like seeing all like their like the mechanisms and just how efficient they are at like never missing and always like shooting on point. Right. Um it just looked really cool. But I but 
I don't know, but there's something to say about the classic battle droid, like the Roger, oh. Roger. Yeah. Just the RX uh, series. Yeah, they're so sweet. Um, and I think it's so funny how in Galaxy's Edge, like they're locked up because I'm just like, are they really gonna hurt anybody? <laughs> like they're just like so dorky and like. I think I have a special place in my heart for them because I just really, like, I remember being a kid and, like, thinking that they were so cute and so, like, pathetic and funny. Um, and I still do now. Um, they are the and, cutest. Um, in one of the have... episodes we're going to be discussing today, one of my favorite parts is, uh, you actually pointed it out, was uh, one of the battle droids singing or uh, humming um, the Imperial March. Yeah! <laughs> They, so um, cute. I think they're so cute. Like, they're just like the the silliest part of. They're like the silliest, like most innocent part of Star Wars. They're also like murderous monsters that like have killed many clones. But oh. I, I don't know. They're just so, they're just so cute. Um, and those I like clankers. them. Those dang clankers, Roger, 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 Roger. What oh, is we, that we green light form? It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that green life form. Uh, is that the target? Fire! Is that the target? Fire! <laughs> but I just got promoted! But just, I oh, just so got cute. promoted! <laughs> I think we're getting too ahead of ourselves. Um, so, uh, yeah, do you want to start getting into the episode? Um, yeah, let's do it. Alright, so let's get into this episode. Um, episode 1 of The Clone Wars is titled Ambush. Um, it's little um, it's little Chinese fortune cookie thing um, for this episode is great leaders inspire greatness in others. Um, and basically this episode is about uh, Master Yoda trying to prove himself to King Kutuko um, of Toydaria and um, try to outmaneuver Asajj Ventress and a bunch of battle droids on like basically a handful of clone troopers. And he's basically just teaching these clone troopers um, the ways of the force and of the Jedi while also just kicking butt and taking names. Um, right. Yeah. And Yoda starts off basically in a ship with like maybe a fire team of clones at the end of the day, it's like a thousand to four. And uh, yeah, Yoda just uh, relies on the force throughout the episode and uh, proves to this Toydarian king uh, like, hey, the Jedi are here. We're just as powerful as the legends say. Yeah, and, and like Yoda does it in a way where like he's having fun, he's giggling to himself. Like, it's very much like the beginning of the war and like. I, I don't know, it's like a really interesting version of Yoda that's like I, I always um I always like imagine like episode um or like the prequel trilogy Yoda being very stern and very like head of the Jedi, but I like how this Yoda is still it has like a lot of like episode five Yoda, like o original trilogy Yoda, Muppet Yoda, if you will. Right. Um I mean, five. He still hasn't been like in the war for like fifty like, uh, yeah. we see him still, like, these times almost Yoda. I think that's what it is more, uh, portraying. Yoda's portraying more like the, I don't care, Jedi lifestyle. Yeah, like the hippy-dippy Yoda style. Yeah, of, like, like the... <laughs> yeah, he's gonna rely on the Force, and as it feels, he'll, uh, get through the war. Yeah. I mean, and sort of um, getting into, like, more what we like about it, like, what, what's, like, your favorite thing about this episode? Uh, well, I like the episode's, like, premise, because, like, Yoda doesn't have the upper hand here, like, at all throughout the episode. It starts off with him getting shot down. Um, I think my most favoritest part... It'd have to be, like, when stuff like, really takes off and, like, Yoda's just, like, jumping off droids' heads, taking down the tanks, like, slicing uh, from the bottom, like, making a, 
uh, a hole large enough to like pull out the droids from the bottom and like sending them flying. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's um and I like remember like um cuz the way that we watched these episodes, like we watched like as you may already know if you watched our first episode or listened to our first episode, um we watched again Karkowski's um 2D animated Clone Wars TV show. Um, and that 2D animated TV show um, really just made the Jedi look, like, freaky cool. And I was really thinking that, like, wow, like, the 3D is not going to be as good. Like, they didn't have, like, the money. But, like, really looking at it, it really holds up. And, like, the action looks really cool. And, oh, this is actually something that I was sort of curious about. Um, and I know that we sort of talked about this while we were watching the episode. It's It feels like on Disney+, Plus the Clone Wars TV show like got a tuck up yeah. when it was ported because it looks almost too good. I know, like they definitely took some Windex to it and were like, ah, put it on a 4K. I think they did a really good job. Yeah, it um, like it, yeah, you could I... totally tell like. It was. It's still the animations from the early two thousand, like early two thousand eight. Like the mouth, some the mouth on like Anakin sometimes doesn't line up with his voice, but um, <laughs> it still looks really good. Yeah, like there's still like these moments of like the dead fish eyes, um, <laughs> but but they're but they're beautiful too. fish eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a Muppet, but like this time it's a beautiful Muppet. beard <laughs> yeah um and like and sort of talking more about like the design of the episode like how did you feel about the planet and like the and like also the choice of using like a toy um of like a toydarian um species in the episode um i think it was george lucas if anything is a bold one you know like he knows the prequels didn't weren't well received. Anyways, like he, I know, like he was just like, well, we got to do something in the outer rim, you know. So it's kind of cool that we get to see the outer rim. Uh, I would have gotten the tattoo it on the first episode, but it was really cool to see something uh you've never seen before. Like I didn't know Toydaria was like a monarchy. Like, yeah, it's you... it kind of cool meeting. You, you, right like you can't um like you really don't get the vibe from Watto that he came from like a <laughs> cool regal place um right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what did Watto do that he ended up on Tatooine of all places speaking of Watto I had seen this hilarious meme where it's uh, Empire Strikes Back and then there's like an old man Watto and he's like, oh, there's my old slave destroyer. Oh, wait, talking about this. This is a really bad meme. Wait, where and is this? Like, I've... exploding. That's the I've end never... of the meme. What? <laughs> is it? Is it like um? What? Yeah, I've never I know. heard I of saw this. It and I was just like, wow. I forgot that had like tiny devices that go boom or whatever the. Never Anakin had said. Oh, that's right. Huh. Wow. I I wonder if the Republic ever stepped in and was just like, it's gotta stop slavery stuff. I mean, they never... I mean, like, Anakin got full grown and, like, they never... um, Like, Shmi... Yeah, like, Shmi was still, like, a slave. Like, she just got bought. I know. That was it. Uh... Yeah, I know. I just, I hope, like, you know, now that there's a new, new, new Republic, uh, that, like, they get their act together. I mean, yeah, that was sort of the disappointing thing, though, is that, like, I felt like the new Republic never got a chance to really, like, get teeth and, like... Yeah, like, we got, like, 30... some-odd years uh, of just, like, the New Republic forming and then doing absolute, absolutely nothing 
about the First Order, um, and then uh, just being shocked at, like, oh no, they were building it, and then they're dead. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of lame that we never got to even see a little bit of that, or at least we haven't yet. But uh, I guess that just, uh, we gotta wait for the new, new, new. In the yeah. uh, sequel to the sequel trilogy. Well, I'm curious to know if they're ever going to touch on that on the Mandalorian TV show. Because we do um, see, like, some parts of the New Republic. Like, we see, like, the prison cell block. Right. Yeah. Nice boots. Nice um, boots. We know um, that the New Republic at least gives them nice boots. We also see uh, Wolf Trapper himself, Mr. Dave Filoni, as an ex uh, New Republic X-Wing pilot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, a. Uh, it'd be pretty cool, like, if I get a Rogue series, but New Republic in this canon. Oh, like, you think that, that Trapper Wolf is, like, uh, Rogue One, like, he's, like, the guy, he's like, wow, I'm the coolest starfighter <laughs> ever. I think he's, like, a Kaz Ziono. I think everyone in the New Republic, uh, Navy just is like Kaz. Um, from maybe. Well, no, I think Kaz is a special case. He is a catastrophe. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I, st uh, I stole that joke from the uh, Lizzie. Uh, anyways, um, this is a long way to this is this is a long <laughs> way to say that. Wow, King Katuko, you're cool, Wado. You gotta figure yourself out. Yeah. I really do want to see that meme. <laughs> you have to send it to me. Um, um, I'll post it to our Twitter, uh, DockingBay35. At... Hey, yeah, get that plug in. Hey, yo, um, social media. Uh, we got that. We, we, we got that. We got, we got social medias. Too. We got death sticks. We got an email. Email us anytime at DockingBay35. We got spice. Spice. <laughs> We got your droids. We got clowns. We got lawyers. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Ducking Bay 3-5 is a reputable, humble, and kind hanger here. We don't we don't deal in spice. Kind or like, um, oh, Dameron, you know, you were a stormtrooper? You were a scavenger? We could do this all day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're also, the... We're, I am, as a Latino man, I am peeved that Poe Dameron became a spice runner in The Rise of Skywalker. But we'll save that for when we talk about The Rise of Skywalker, hopefully with Cell Perellis. Yeah, you just hold it in, Vinny, and like, <sighs> just smush so cool. it a little. I know, I know. I just got off of a cool, fun weekend talking about it with all the cool people in Ride Squadron. Um, so I will contain myself for now. Just contain yourself for now, and like just squish it up a bit, and let's talk about Toydaria, the uh, best planet yes. in Star Wars. The best underwater planet on top of the water. <laughs> yeah, no. It looks like it's underwater, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's sort of uh, like, and, and like I never noticed this until like I started like trying to really like zoom in on things and pay attention for the for the sake of the podcast maybe this makes me a bad star wars fan but um it it was it was sort of like fun and, um and and like imaginative to think that like a lot of like the like the the flora is just like it looks like coral like all the trees look like coral and there's like even those brain corals and like everything is like colorful and it's just really full of whimsy um, which I like in my war, in my space war oh. TV shows. Whimsy! I <laughs> quite enjoy the whimsy myself. Um, it's so cool to, like, see that they, from the beginning, they knew, like, uh, we have these assets for this episode, but we need another episode, so, uh, Tridaria will be a planet of coral, but on the land. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm sort of curious if maybe they use the assets again later on when they do the under the swear, actual underwater. I've seen this coral before. 
Another <laughs> really? episode. I, I, well, that's something that we just have to look out for now. Um, as we watch oh, on. We should keep a list. How many assets did they reuse? Because I know I remember like rebels being notorious for using this uh, hat lady. Um, so it'd be pretty cool to be like, hmm, this this sword. I've seen it before, or this rock. I swear I've seen this rock. Yeah, though I am also curious. This boulder, like this boulder's a good boulder. <laughs> you see that tree? That's a good tree. Um. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, but I wonder, though, how much, like, asset reuse is, is like, how much that correlates to, like, the budget on Star Wars. Because, like, I, I feel like the Clone Wars, because it went on for so many seasons relative to any other Star Wars show that we've had so far, that, like, it had a, like, it upgraded a lot. Like, I can't imagine that, like, they would use the same, like, episode one coral for, like, in season seven, even if they'd, like, you know what I mean? Well, um, like, and George Lucas wasn't afraid to like push the common. How do I say this? Like he was pushing the barrier of like film, and then he pushed the barrier of like green screen and like anim like bit... CGI. But then like he also like pushed animation, like three D animation, and like. How many things can I have on a screen? That many? Not enough. More. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but I guess it more... It said more like, mm, faster. More intense. More intense. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, um... I think something that I was... Uh, more, more what I was trying to say is just that, um... Sorry, I'm, like, losing track of myself. More what I was trying to say is just, like, I wonder if Rebels never had, like, the opportunity to, like, that, like, maybe the, maybe there was more necessity for asset re reuse um, relative to, um, relative to the Clone Wars. Just because, like, I felt like Rebels, the Rebels TV show production value re didn't really change from, like, the last season to the first season. Uh, I at see what you're saying, yeah. At least as drastically, and maybe that's why um, they had to do more asset re recollection, and because the budget for Star Wars must have been like spread between like making Rebels episodes, but also producing t like movies and like. Well, I say asset and... reuse, and then I remember it's called the Clone Wars. So it's <laughs> just the more Morrison's faced over and over and over and over again. Wait, okay, so this is, um, this is actually something that, that's a great thing that you brought up. Uh, do you think that the clones look like Tamora Morrison? Because I don't. You know what? They don't, it, they kind of remind me of, like, okay, so there was, there was Boba Fett, Daniel Logan, that's uh -huh. who we see as the young, young, um, clone cadet, and then there's... Also Boba Fett, but Jango Fett proper, Tamora Morrison. But then there's a middle guy, and I think they look more like the middle guy and like Tamora Morrison put together. Wait, a middle guy? So, um, let me try and like remember. Were you talking about the guy who like he was having lunch and then he looks up at the balcony and he sees yes, yes, that's the guy. I can't recall the actor's name. But yes, that is the person I'm talking about. I don't think that he looks like... I don't think that the clones in the TV show really look like any of those people. I think they look really, like... Like, ten times more light skin, Ten times more skinnier. Like, there's something about, like, how gaunt they are and how high their cheekbones are. I mean, like, I, I realize Star Wars that in general enjoys drawing a skinny person. Uh, let's not shy away from that fact. Everybody's waistline is, like, two. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's, <laughs> like, part of... That's true. It could be, like, just the animation style. But it, it always sort of bothered me, because I always thought that Tamora Morrison, like, just looked really handsome. 
Um, and like as an adult and a person of color, like it, it's just nice to see that there's like a Maori person and a Maori person like, and like his his culture informed a lot of like what it meant to be a Mandalorian. Right. Things like the things like the Kaldabi kiss and like just like the vibe. Like I, um, but like just to like see like this TV show, which I still love, but well, I see um, what you're looking if, at. Like yeah, they yeah. definitely look different like they don't look like they even went with a white guy for the voice actor now that i'm thinking about it like and then later uh they reskinned um rex to look light-skinned and also freckled very freckled oh i've never i've never noticed that oh you mean um you mean when he uh gets like old and rebels when he gets yes. freckles Oh, so cute. I mean, I still love these characters and I still like adore them. And I love D. Bradley Baker. He was very he, he like I've met him once and he was very kind. He's a very um, kind man, but also I don't know if I would be able to like it would be super fun, but just to be told like, Hey, I need you to say um yes sir, but I need you to say yes sir a hundred times. <laughs> We can't we hours. can't copy it out. We can't copy it over. It has to be a different one every time. Every time. Yes, sir. Every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh. See, that's all I have. <laughs> like I can't even uh yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vinny, you wouldn't make it as uh the sole clone um clone voice actor. Oh, yeah, I, I would have to, I would have to work on my animal noises as well if I were to ever make it in that business. But <laughs> anyways, for now, I'm working on just talking. Hello. Yeah. The um, podcast is first step to voice acting, don't you know? That I I made that up. Don't don't believe oh, me, but is is it like the Jedi trials? <laughs> the Jedi trials, you first got to do a podcast and then yeah. um, and then make a bunch of animal noises and <laughs> then you're then you're all set, and then uh, you get knighted, and then you get knighted or something, and then George Lucas then, is like, "Hello, Vinny, you are my son now." <laughs> and then you get a cowboy hat, and uh, uh, for I next mean, thing you know, you're in front of Werner Herzog, telling him what to do with a Muppet baby. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then being called a coward. <laughs> being called a coward. Um. Anyways, long tangent short. Um, Asajj Ventress is in this episode. Yes, and it's ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, we love she's her. Way different in these episodes. Like you were right. Like you obviously see a huge difference in their personalities from Gendy Tartakovsky's Clone Wars to uh, George Lucas slash Dave Filoni's Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this is not to say that I don't think. I feel like George Lucas had a hand in both. Um, oh, true. But, but I think, um, and I think this all has to do with the fact that, like, again, like I mentioned this before, but I feel like the Clone Wars 3D is really, like, internal and, like, really thoughtful, but also, like, a little sillier and a lot more, I think, kid-friendly, at least yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, it's a little bit more cartoony. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, like, Asajj Ventress in, like, the 2D, like, she seemed, like, crazy and, like, scary and, like, really just gothic looking. But here, like, you know, she's, she, like, makes really bad plays and she, she really just plays like a, like a, um, like a cardboard cutout villain. Uh, um, you, you know, know she's just, like. If she had a mustache, she'd twirl it. Yeah, yeah. But also just like uh you get the vibe at the end of the episode where she's just like, I could have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you kids. And your little green friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about this Assange Ventress and oh, um how how she was in the this episode? In my mind, this is the better Assange Ventress. Um I don't know. <laughs> I um I enjoy her arc throughout the whole Clone Wars. I personally do not enjoy the end of her arc. It was a oh. book and it was kind of slow. And then there was action! And then, spoiler alert, Asajj dies at the end. Which, 
some people take as, oh, she wasn't going to be a character. She didn't die anyways. Or, like, I don't know. Like, I wish they didn't end it there. Like, I like she just became, like, level-headed. Like, she had a steady job as a bounty hunter. She was making her name for herself in the underworld. Like, yeah. Like, was... I... <laughs> Sorry. No, no, go, go keep going. No, no, keep going. Well, I don't know. I just, I love Asajj. Like, I long, long time ago in my youth, I'm 27 almost. Uh, <laughs> it's um, still your youth, man. I, I know, I know. I used to roleplay uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on um, the Tumblr before, uh, you know, the change from to Yahoo. Um, but. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I used to uh, I used to uh, role play with an Asajj Ventress, and we would go on many adventures. Oh, I Good times. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just love the character, and I love how she, uh, you know, started off kind of just like an assassin, and like evolved into a, a cold-hearted uh, killer. Just kidding. She was. She's fantastic. Yeah, I she's she's really cool and um it I'm 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 really excited to like re rediscover like her whole story. I'm really curious if um if like with the new season if they're going to bother uh if they're gonna bother like doing the Dark Disciple if they already published it in a book. Um in the in the last Clone Wars uh, season that's coming out this February. Oh my god. I just realized that it's, it's around the corner. Um, oh. We're definitely not going to make it to the episode, so you'll <laughs> just have to keep listening to our podcast. As we'll we just do one mega episode. Oh we'll gosh. just do one mega episode that goes through every single episode of, Star- of Clone Wars, and then we're just going to go right into one, two, um, skip a few, 99, new season. <laughs> new season. I'm so excited. Wait, I, I just... Uh, I, I think I... Uh, okay. Are you excited to, like, see Rex again and the boys? Oh my god, I'm so excited to see Rex! I'm so excited to see Bo-Katan and not, like, be curious about what happened to her after Rebels. We could just see, like, classic Bo-Katan. We see Ahsoka when she's, like, a, like still, like, a kin. She's, like, figuring things out. And is like, also a bounty hunter? I remember... Is so is Ahsoka a bounty hunter now? Because I remember like, oh, it could have totally just been an article like not from Lucasfilm, but I remember like I someone saying that Filoni said that like she was making her way down in the underworld as well, and like doing bounty like the outfit was called the bounty hunter outfit, and that's what led people to or at least me to believe that she's doing some bounty hunting. I can't imagine her doing that, especially after like leaving the Jedi Order oh, because totally. it wasn't chill. I right, it's not the Jedi way. Yeah, and like if you if you ever read like Ashley Eckstein's like um Ahsoka novel or book or not Ashley Eckstein, sorry, uh E. K. Johnston. Um her the her Ahsoka book that goes over sort of in between her from the Clone Wars and um her and Rebels. Um, she talks about how, like, um, she would just sort of do, like, odd jobs. Like, sh- I think she, like, worked as a mechanic for, like, a farming town. Um, and she also worked as, like, a like a runner, like a smuggler, basically, for, um, for like, a crime syndicate. Um, but, like, a, a nice crime syndicate, like a <laughs> nice mob. Yeah, you know, a nice crime syndicate, like that one from Solo. Yeah, like, I can't imagine her, I can't imagine her, like, trying to bring in, like, Baby Yoda and be like, right. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Right. You know, I, I, mean, I don't... I would see her actually helping at this nest. Um, maybe that'd but be I... a cool spin-off. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> continue. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would be totally down to see, um... I would totally be down to see like a uh, like a more Ahsoka and Asajj Ventress really getting into totally. it. Totally, I would love to see that, but I think that the Asajj Ventress book, Dark Disciple, takes place like 
during where this last arc will take place. Which is oh, I know. Super unnerving. Yeah, I know. Well, I know that she she's dead. Like the that that like that that whole like I think I'm just really saying that it's um it's so disappointing that that like a lot of those doors have closed narratively for Asajj. Um, right. Well, that's because somebody was like, "Well, she's just we're just gonna get rid of her. What are we gonna do with her?" At the beginning uh, of this new like era of Star Wars, which sucks. I know. Well, I mean, maybe it could just be that, like, at the time that they were creating these stories, they didn't think that there was more, much more of a future for Star Wars. Right. Well, um, I mean, as and... much as I love Quinlan Voss, and like, I know it's a rarity in content, but it wasn't worth it. Was it worth it losing Asajj Ventress? I don't I know. know. Personally, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> you. You are a Saj Ventress stan, and you will not abide by her death. I love how we're already talking about her death, and this is like the first time we see her. We're, in the we're, Clone talking, Wars. we're talking about yeah, I, it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> we're just excited. I love excited. her, and I love this show. Um, anyways, okay, um, so the back- Jedi. Uh, so Yoda <laughs> drops some Jedi knowledge. Uh, basically, at the beginning, they're kind of trapped uh, in front of thousands of battle droids, and uh, the clones say something in the regards of, like, uh, the objective is that way, and Yoda's just like, oh, poor boy, uh, sometimes the better path is not the straight path. I know. I love how uh, I love how Yoda just is constantly like making these clones like confused, and like <laughs> he's always taking like an like a non-straight path, he's like, ah, smaller in number, but larger in mind, you know, like, right. all this, like, roundabout, non-intuitive ways, and, you but know, it really gets... Jedi, Jedi sayings. <laughs> like, uh, I... just, we can't <laughs> think these droids. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, but just also, like, um, I don't know, like, the whole, uh, like, he just totally, like, episode five, Yoda, just, like, like it doesn't make sense what he's saying, but like you sort of get it, and um, it's just it's. I feel like it's such perfect like Jedi knowledge is like Jedi knowledge should be like at least fifty percent confusing. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, from a certain point of view, you know, like that's basically the Jedi way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the clones are basically like jedis be crazy and then they follow him um around the clones to hopefully uh you know ambush them ho 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 yeah um yoda ambushes the ambush which is fantastic yeah and like oh i um I like the variety of like even in the first episode they're they're just pulling out like um you have like the normal what are they like battle droids or RXs RTs RT RXTs something RX-Ts. like that RXTs um but like you have like the normal battle droids you have like the chunkier thick black battle droids um that you see like in the Mandalorian um and then you also see droidicas uh, I like how the clones call them Rollies. I, I love the clones like little where uh, little things. nicknames for everything. Yeah, I mean, who has time to say droid a car? Besides, you know, yeah. like the separatists. Um, yeah. And, and... <laughs> yeah, that's m- most feared droid in the galaxy. Well, besides like K2SO for me. Oh yeah, K two SO. Well, I I wonder when the K two series got made. I mean, it's definitely an Imperial droid, but I wonder if there are any prototypes like in the prequel era. Um, I guess that's something we'll have to look into. Yeah. On okay, our Rogue yeah. One episode. Our Rogue One episode. Uh, I I feel like we're almost too excited to be a podcast that we're just so getting ahead of ourselves. But I at the same that, time, I I'm really that... into it. I am too. I love this, and I love our format. I think it's okay, but you know, listeners out there, feedback would be appreciated. Email yeah, us we're anytime at docky bay three five <laughs> at gmail dot com. 
<laughs> Get those plugs in. Oh, um, got another one. Man, so uh, good. B- best but podcast. Also, rate us five stars. Rate us five stars. Watch your back making Star Wars. There's a new podcast in town. Oh, stop being so intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got to assert ourselves, Vinny. Um, You're right. We um, are the best Star Wars podcast. There is literally no other Star Wars podcast besides our Star Wars podcast. Oh my gosh! Stop. <laughs> we're the only. We're the only one. Oh, I was just on another <laughs> podcast. Hello, Rogue Rebels. Thank you for except having for, me on. Except. Except for Rogue Rebels, uh, Star Wars Geek Girl, and uh, Force Friends Rewatch. You should watch, you should listen to all of them. And you should listen Ooh. to every Star Wars podcast, honestly. Honestly. Um, uh, favorite, now that we're on this topic, Blue Harvest, you know Haas over there. Got my heart, man. You're my favorite podcast out there, and you're kind of my podcast hero. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about episode one. Oh, uh, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get through this episode. God dang it! Gosh, if it, dang even it. if it kills us. Um. So, um, Lieutenant Ketch? Oh, what's his name? No, 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 no. Um, the clone lieutenant gets takes a grenade like a boss, and uh, uh, drops Yoda. Uh, but uh, is yeah, he drops able Yoda to make backpack. it to cover. And then um, Yoda, you know, blocks as many of the bolts as he can while the rest retreat to a cave. Yeah, and um, they they retreat into the cave, and Yoda has like a nice heart to heart with all the clones. I love, I love how the clones are just like, oh, like we're all the same. Like you don't, we don't need to take our helmets. We're just like the same person or whatever. And like Yoda's just like, no, no, like individuals you are. Yeah, and I wrote down their names. So I guess the three the three clones that are named in this episode are Riz, Jack, and Thire. And I think Ah, yes, Lieutenant Thire, I think. Yeah. Um He's and the I one think who like gets an injured leg and Yoda has to make a cute little like crutch for him out of his blaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love the symbolism of that. Um that like Yoda just would rather like destroy a weapon to make something that like can would be help used, somebody. right? Yeah, and like and and that seems to be like sort of like the old Jedi way. I mean, it and really something... shows like Yoda's been around for a while. This is probably not his first war. Like he knows that the soldiers are like the most important part of it, and like to reach the ending, which is hopefully peace. Yeah, but I also think that like he he can see in the force, um, and he and he says this really explicitly in the episode that he can see in the force like, um, who the clones are and like their personalities. Um, and I love the little details, like uh, like it, like I love the little details of like the clones' like character designs. Like even though I don't really think we see these three clones like ever again, um, I could be completely wrong, but um. Like, but you could actually notice, like, for example, like, Reese has a tattoo under his ear, um, and sort of, like, in the back. Uh, Jack also has, like, a tattoo, but it's, like, around the nape of his neck. Like, I love how, like, each clone, even for, like, the clones that have, like, the smallest part, um, that the production crew, like, put so much effort into, like, really really sort of, like, um, believing in the idea that each clone is their own individual person. Right, um, they, from they a... give them their own like little personality, like, uh, like that one clone with his dual mohawks. Oh, that's uh, wait, is uh, is that Sinker or is that Boost? No, I think that's Boost. Um, but that's but that's in the following episode. <laughs> Oops, Who sorry, let him sorry. do that? Sorry, Sarah. I uh, didn't mean to not remember your clone's name. No, 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 no. Okay, um. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, really... Yes, wait. Really quick, shout out to our clone uh, Wolfpack out there, Kai's Mr. Wolfman. Uh, actually, Sharon, you're you're better at this because you actually okay the names because I because <laughs> I know clones. This is my field, Vinny. Get get I, off the stage. I am the clone expert. <laughs> get get out get out of here. Okay, so um, so in the Wolfpack, 
um, in our Southern California garrison. Um, at least the three that I know and love and, and hold dearly are Kai, who is our um, local commander wolf. Um, there's um, Sarah, who is our um, wonderful sinker. Um, sinker, is, it, you'll see in the next episode, he has the white hair and blue eyes. Um, and then there's Boost with two mohawks. Um, and that's he, Chris, Chris, um, he, he has a sinker. Or sorry, he has a boost. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I could ever convince him to have a double mohawk. Um, oh my god, yes. <laughs> I yes. don't think he would do it. I th- he's I... working on an Obi-Wan right now. Uh... You know, you could have a wig <laughs> to wear for Obi-Wan. You can't have a wig to be, to be boost. No full boost. <laughs> Go full boost. Full, full okay, boost. okay. I mean, if if Chris goes full boost, like Sarah needs to go full sinker, and like, well, she's already halfway there. She has silver hair. Hey, those hey. are just um. Oh my! I like <laughs> sort of mean. She's like you know, she's A just woman. getting you know. No, she's getting some salt and pepper. Oh, stop it. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, uh, where, where are we going with this? Okay, so... Where do we go now? Where do we go? Okay, so Yoda, so Yoda was being like, mm, I'm going to take a nap. Um, and then they take a quick uh, little siesta. And then they get back to, like, you know, the, the everything goes down because the, they ambush the ambush. Yeah, they, um, they, you know, as we mentioned before, Yoda does, like, this amazing, like, fighting. I love how Yoda's just, like, you'll know when your time comes, and, like, the clones just right. sort of watch him eviscerate everything, and they're just like, do we, do we, what, no what do we? No one to assist me, you will, or something like that. Yeah, like, they, like, he trusts his clones, like, he already, like, foresees in the force, like, he has so much, like, foresight that he's, like, ah, these droids are nothing. Uh, I know, I... No one to, no one to step in, or no one to intervene, you will, or something like that, like, Yoda's just so cool. I know, I, but I, but I feel like it's so corny that, like, the clones (laughs) sort of just have to wait their turn, and, like, and that just, like, by happenstance, like, eventually, like, there are droids on the side where it's like, oh, we'll, we'll shoot them! This is our part! Um, but, but I also think that narratively, like, or, in terms of, like, the symbolism and, like, what this first episode is, like, trying to set up, like, for the rest of the show... Um, I, I really like it, like, the idea that, like, the Clone Wars, as much as we think it's, like, really a story about the Jedi, that the clones are valid, and that they they did have, like, a part in it. As much as, like, maybe it was, it, it's framed silly way, I think, um, I don't know, I just, I really love the Clone Wars for for showing the war in such a multifaceted way, where it's not just Jedi- um, that like the movies, and I even think like the two D TV show seems to make it feel like, um, yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Like, how do you think that this first episode does, or what do you? How do you? Sorry, well, what do you think this first episode does in terms of like you know setting up the rest of the show? I think it does really well. Like just the fact that like we get to see it all in this episode, like the betrayal, and then like. Uh, the initial betrayal where we see like the the, the 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 separatist army stepping in and intervening on like the Republic, just trying to like help keep planets free. Um, but also like, uh, we see the Jedi being badass. We also see the clones being badass and working together. Um, like I don't know, it's a really this episode all in all is just a great intro because it has a little bit of everything. Like it's the uh, everything bagel uh, seasoning of the show, you know. Like it's a good, uh, it was a good pilot. Yeah, it's a it's a good bagel. It's a good healthy breakfast. Mm, I like mine. Mm. I love my like peanut butter on a raisin cinnamon <laughs> bagel. Um, Anyways. What? <laughs> Why would uh, you put peanut butter on a bagel? 
because peanut butter is delicious. Also, I have a sensitive tummy right now. Uh, oh. <laughs> I like I like how we've gone full tangent and are not even talking about Star Wars. No, um, we are. Uh, Ventress acts like she hasn't spoken with uh, Dooku. Yeah, okay, okay, wait. No, this is something that bothers me about like a lot of early Clone Wars. Um... I always get the vibe that the Sith, like, just have no patience for failure. Um, and, like, you get that vibe in the movies, but because the TV show sort of has to make sure that Grievous is alive, and Dooku's alive, and Ventress is alive until, like, the span of the entire series, it really, like, confused and frustrated me how, like, like Grievous would just, like, mess up, like, all the time, and Count Dooku would be, like you will pay for this. But he'd never do anything about it. And, like, same thing here, where, like, Ventress clearly failed, but Dooku's right. gonna give her at least 90 chances through the span of, like, seven seasons. I mean, it's more like maybe 10 to 12, but, like, yeah, I see what you're coming from. Like, I, like, I mean, I, it's the same uh, thing with, like, uh, uh, Grievous and Anakin in this whole dang series. Yeah, I know. It's a it's like I get that it's like a logistical thing and I shouldn't be super nitpicky about it, but it does bother me that um that 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 the Sith would tolerate such failure. Um but whatever. But uh. all in all, great episode. We we love Yoda, we love clones, we love we love Asajj Ventress, and she lives in our hearts. And oh, also yes. in my Rex fanfiction. Um yeah. Well, uh, Kotua. Well, that's a little preview of our next topic, which will be uh, the malevolence. The malevolence. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Malevolence. 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 Uh, malevolence. Malevolence. Uh, the malevolence. <laughs> See, it's you a sound... hard. Okay, so the rising malevolence. <laughs> you sounded like uh, Baymax. Bolalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal